Welcome to Songs and Stories, a behind-the-scenes look at independent music. This time out featuring a chat with local singer-songwriter Keith Rayburn about his new solo release, Highway, and featuring one of the largest casts ever assembled for one of my podcasts. This is going to be really fun. Here we go. then. So welcome to Songs and Stories. I'm Michael Gaither, and this is the Songs and Stories podcast, episode number 183. And this is me with a winter cold, if you can't tell otherwise. I've been trying really hard to lick it before I I recorded this show, but it's kind of timely uh, because Keith has a big show in about a week. So I wanted to get this up and out in time to talk about his new record and his new show. If you haven't heard this podcast before, I do this about once a month, interviewing mostly local singer-songwriters about their latest project, their latest big shows, and we do a very, very informal chat around my kitchen table, and this intro portion is how I kind of kick everything off. Before we get to Keith and the band, here's a quick update on what I'm up to with me and my band, our band, my new best friends. March is going to be really busy. We're playing at Still Bonnet Brewing as a trio on Friday, March 1st. That'll be me, Greg Abelar on bass, and Jeff Baker on percussion. The following weekend on March 9th, Saturday, I'm going to be with Eliza James on harmony vocals, who also sings with the Rayburns, along with Joe Bach on guitar. And the three of us as a trio are playing Credo Studio, a dance studio that does a house concert type series in San Juan Batista. Tickets for that are up on brownpapertickets.com. That's going to be a really nice, intimate listening show. That's going to be really, really fun. And then a little later in the month, um, we're going to do a full band show, all five of us, all me and my new best friends, at uh, Abbott Square in Santa Cruz, California, downtown, right next to the Museum of Art and History at about 7.30, doing two and a half or so hours of just everything we do, mostly my own stuff, but some some Tom Petty, some Little Feet, the covers we mix in. So big month ahead. It's going to be a lot of fun. And uh, one more quick thing. This is kind of official, but... uh, Coming up very soon, we don't have the dates yet, but I'm going to be doing um, fill-in DJ work at K-Pig Radio, probably starting in March sometime as I get shifts. I will let you know on this show. So um, I've been on the other side of the microphone at K-Pig more times than I can count, and I'll be doing some on-the-air playing music fill-in work very soon. So I'm really, really excited about that. I hope you tune in K-Pig 107.5, kpig.com on the web. That'll be coming up very, very soon. Stay tuned for updates about that. Meanwhile, back on the podcast, Keith Rayburn is one half of the brothers duo Craig and Keith Rayburn, known as the Rayburn Brothers, and they've been playing together for a long, long time. They're both great singer-songwriters. Keith, in particular, is a multi-instrumentalist, just wonderful songs, great brotherly harmonies, and they like to pack a lot of people on stage. They do a big, big, big band kind of sound, and it really is something special. It's really something to see live, and I think this latest record from from Keith called called Highway is very, very representative of what they sound like live. So Keith came by about a couple of weeks ago, and we you know, we sat around the kitchen table and the, kind of the joke was normally with these shows, I bring in the songwriter, maybe one other person, and we chit chat. 
Um, Keith really didn't want to exclude anybody, so he brought about six people, which was really, it was kind of funny because one little portable recorder with a whole room full of people, it actually sounds pretty good when you're going to hear it in a little bit. And, um, we just had a great visit. He's, they've, him and his brother Craig have been playing together for years. They played in different bands. Uh, they've always kind of written songs together. And, um, on March 20, sorry, see every year I flip March and February on February 23rd. At 6 p.m. at the Aromas Grange, they're doing a big, full band release concert for Keith's new record, Highway, along with a bunch of other Rayburn Brothers songs. And if you follow this podcast for any number of time, you'll know that um, back in episode 105, which is more than a couple of years ago, I did it in the round with um, Sharon Allen and Craig Rayburn. And so to preface that, I did a show with Craig. I actually went to his house and we talked about music and songwriting. And I did a sort of a solo podcast interview with Craig. That'll be linked in the notes for this podcast. So Craig was here. Half the band was here. Eliza was here. It was a big party. It was a lot of fun chatting. And it was, it was even more fun just standing in the room and watching this, this huge band, like six people, play in my living room. There were, there were drums and keyboards and I think three guitars and an amp and Eliza singing beautifully like she does. And, and, um, and Keith showing up a couple of songs from the new record. All that said, we should probably hear from Keith. And if you're setting your calendar while you're watching this show, watching, listening to the show, downloading it, a couple of dates to keep in mind. On Friday, February 22nd, they'll be on Lori Roberts' Out to Lunch show on KPIG Radio. That's at noon, 107.5, kpig.com. That Saturday, they'll be at the Aromas Grange at 6 p.m. That's on the 23rd. And a little farther out, on March 22nd, they'll be on KKUP Radio in San Jose. That's also on the web. So lots of great chances to hear Keith and the band in different incarnations. You can also find them at RayburnBrothers.com while you're listening. You can also go to my site, MichaelGaither.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-G-A-I-T-H-E-R.com. And um, there's a section for Songs and Stories 183. I'll put links to Keith and his the, where, the, where the record's at. It's on Spotify and iTunes and CD Baby and where their tour page is at. And um, there's a video I'll link up there, too, so you can actually see what they look like when they play. It's a lot, a lot of fun. So let's get going with this. Uh, to kick it off, here's a track from the new record that was produced by his son. You'll learn more about that in a couple of minutes. This is sort of a kind of a gospel song that I really, really like called Raise Up Your Head. So here's that off the new record, Highway, a chat with Keith and much of the band. And then we'll hear a couple of songs played live. The opening track, Fandango, and the title cut, Highway. Here we go. Raise up your head 
say something stupid. Oh. <laughs> well, I can say something stupid and it's all right. It's up to you. So this, is all, this is first take? First take, one take. Yeah. I've heard some podcasts where you can actually, until they ask a question, then they cut, and to me it's supposed to be a conversation. So so the first question is, did you forget anybody tonight? I don't think so. Okay. I think I brought everybody. <laughs> Introduce everybody who's here. All right, we have a lot. By right. the way, this is the record for the most people on my podcast at one time ever. So is that right? you okay. set the well, record. I'm proud to set the record. <laughs> and I have Eliza here across the table. There's no photographing going on. No, this is just audio. Eliza's right there. There's Ryan over there. He's our drummer. And uh, we have two Ryans. That's yeah, true. The Ryan, other Ryan yeah. is not here with us today. Yeah. The other drummer. And this is Keith, my son. We also call him Keto to distinguish him from me. But... That's the Keto on the record. Yeah. Okay. And this is Nick. We all know Nick. Fantastic mm-hmm. guitar <laughs> player here. My brother Craig, we're over there on the couch. Good to see you, man. And Kevin behind me here. It seemed like more Playing people. Piano. <laughs> yeah. Well, you. And me, you, you know, and Eliza, who I hang out with a lot now, too, yeah, because yeah. she's in our band, which is yeah. wonderful. Well, we shrink down. We get small, all of us. Maybe. Yeah. We can get a small <laughs> space. And Meadow. Then. And we have Meadow. The shepherd who's... Kind of assimilating herself. Finally warming up. Calm down. So I like the record. Thank, congratulations. This Thank is a you. really cool record. I really liked a lot of this. I mean, I like the whole thing. But um, how long did it? Was it, it? This was done over the course of a while, right? It wasn't like you went into the studio for two weeks and just said, "Okay, here's no. my ten songs." So no. how long did this project take? Off it, and on? I'd say like a year and a half. Okay. Yeah, working after. Yeah, after and the after. songs reach back a little farther than that, I think too, don't they? Yeah, we we do a little bit on one song, then we do a little bit on the next mm-hmm. song. So they're yeah. kind of we laid down the basic tracks on all of them pretty mm-hmm. much over 
a few months and then yeah. we brought in people one at a time into my garage. That right. was one of the best things about the project is spending, you know, one at one time with all these these nice, folks. Nice, nice. And probably having it in your garage versus paying for studio time, which it's nice yeah, having <laughs> it in the garage. I've had a lot of conversations with people where they, they want to bring in like this person or that person, but if you're booking studio time, it's like I want to have her playing this, but that's seventy five bucks an hour plus. And you gotta you you gotta look at that when you're recording, but you had that luxury of just we didn't have come to, to the house, yeah. hang out, hang out, exactly. Nice, yeah. it's pretty yeah. chill, very cool. Oh, what except tell the story about your your fiddle guest fiddle, fiddle player. Okay, so yeah, the one exception to all the local players in the mm-hmm. band is this guy from Nashville, Tennessee, who we ran into. My son and I went for a surf trip down to Baja, oh, and yeah. uh, there weren't any waves, so we right. decided to take a road trip instead. <laughs> Drove around to Todos Santos. I don't know if you've ever been down there to Baja. I've got a good friend from down there, yeah. It's kind of an artsy town, kind mm-hmm. of a cool little town down there. And we uh, went to this restaurant and had some fish tacos, and playing there was this like trio from... Appalachia, hmm. out of the blue, and <clears throat> a really hot fiddle player, really hot fiddle player, and Keith kind of on a lark says, "Why don't you go ask him to record?" We had just happened to bring a microphone with us oh, on, the, nice. on the trip, and uh, so I went up to him and asked him if he'd play, and he said, "Well, I don't know. Let me hear some songs." So I sent him some of the songs, and the next day yeah. he called up and said, "Yeah, let's do it." Oh. So we had him over to the the hotel room. Oh, down there. Down there in oh, Mexico. Fun. Yeah, and uh, he recorded on a few songs he could. Took a try on about four songs. We ended up using them on two. Nice. That's pretty amazing. Yeah. So what's his name? So what's his name? Toby. The Toby. Toby. Yeah. Toby Weaver. Yeah, he plays with the Cordovas. Nice. It's nice when you, like that happened to me on the, the Hey Karma record, you run into somebody like, that's really cool. Would you want to play on? And then they did. You know, and it, it's mm-hmm. nice. It's a nice memory. It's a nice story. And you get somebody cool that wasn't kind of in your tribe or a circle of friends that just popped into a song or two. Yeah, that was really nice. I think the recording session was about an hour and a half. Yeah. On your phone? Or did you have stuff with you? No, I, I had my uh, my laptop and uh, a condenser mic. and Very cool. Interface. Good thinking. Yeah. yeah, always be prepared. We were planning on doing vocals while we were down there. <laughs> yeah. Nice. So we had this stuff. Very cool. Would you say there's a theme to these songs, this record, or just... Well, it's called Highway, you yeah. know, it's kind of a metaphor for life, you mm-hmm. know. And uh, these songs, some of them have a little bit of traveling theme in them, you know, there's a yeah. train song in there. Yep. I used to, in college, used to hop freight trains, get around and... You really did that. I really did that, yeah. You weren't, you weren't kidding. Great way to travel. Yeah. <laughs> Long distances Probably couldn't free. get away with that anymore. I guess some people still do. It'd be, it be hard, hard, I think, yeah. 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 I think that's the that's the kind of theme. Yeah. And this this is the first record under your own name, because cool. uh-huh. you did yeah. one with Craig, and you did a Rayburn's Brothers record a few few years ago. Yeah, I'll look, look at your brother in the corner. Eight years Four, ago, was it eight? eight? No. Was it that long no. ago? No, it was, uh, like five or so, right? Thirteen. What? Oh, you talking about <laughs> five years? <laughs> We're all trying to, a bunch of musicians yeah. trying to do math, they're all yeah, staring at each now. other. Because <laughs> <laughs> we played together at Moss Landing and then Las Gatas, and I think that's when the record, I don't know, it was more than five years ago, but it was a good record. <laughs> cool. Yeah, so I had kind of a big backlog of songs, and yeah, the beautiful opportunity with all these great musicians here that to have play with, and we've been playing together for, how long have we been playing together, like 10 years now? Yeah. As a whole, it was yeah. ten years since Coyote came out. So. Wow, 
But then we have a long history of playing together. My brother and I have been playing together. You guys have been playing together your whole lives, probably. Yeah. Yeah. I've been playing with Nick for yeah. 40. Or more. Or more. <laughs> Nick is 42 next week, actually. Yeah, so. I know. Yeah. Hey, who was a yeah, child prodigy? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the guitar was bigger than you when you started playing it. <laughs> well, I'll bet, too, being this is your first record under your name, um, having a backlog of songs, it's probably really hard. I want to record. You can't record everything. But it's, yeah. it's a good problem to have. Yeah, it's true. Uh, yeah, we had to weed it out a little bit to get to these. Yeah, yeah. But do you have songs that you recorded that you just like, didn't put on a record because we were gonna? Yeah, s- yeah. That we started to, but just didn't get to them. Yeah. yeah. But this is enough. We got seventeen songs. On. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We had about twenty, and then wow, I was I was mixing them. Right. And then every every week there was this period of like three three months where like every couple weeks he'd send me a new song. And I was, I already had 20 songs, so I thought we already had the album. Right, right. But it went from like 20 to 30 in about three months. Was your dad writing new songs as you were yes, recording? Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that actually happened, yeah. Yeah, he, he is prolific, I will say, literally a song a week, a month, I don't know. That's another good problem to have is when you're recording a record and all of a sudden like, wait, I have this new one, because you always want to play the new ones. It's exactly right. You know? Exactly. <laughs> Keto's like, no. I, I have to give Keto the credit, the most of the credit for this album. It was his idea to do the He said, Dad, we should put down some of these songs. So, yeah. And he learned Pro Tools over the past several years. Well, kind of while doing this, he kind of learned yeah, Pro Tools, which is cool. the state-of-the-art you know, yeah. uh, software for a recording show. Yeah, he did all the sound engineering on this thing. Wow. I'm just picturing you like finishing up 17 songs and like, I have this new one. What do you think? I have this <laughs> well, new one. Well, that did happen. That did happen like, yeah, like well, a week before. We recorded the the fifth song. What will I do? Is yeah, that we the recorded fifth song? that like the week before we released it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's just funny. Hey, it sounds a little rough, but I kind of like it that way. Yeah, it sounds rough. I didn't think so. Um, two songs that I, I mean I like the whole record but the two that I really liked was the song again sounded a lot like Sunvolt which is a I love Sunvolt and then I really liked um, 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 Raise Up Your Heck it, oh, you like that? Gospel, okay. it was really up, upbeat and positive and gospel cool. cool where did those two come from can you remember are they older songs are they newer songs uh, What Will I Do is really kind of new yeah pretty new like in the past couple months I guess yeah and uh, raise up your head. That's pretty new too. That's well, I don't know. Only like a couple, maybe a year. That's about a year. But again, was newer than raise up. Your Again's head. older. That's the yeah. one. That's Again's one. Yeah. That's Again, like yeah. six, eight years. Ago. Oh yeah, right. Because you did introduce it once and practice long, long time ago. Yeah. And then I think it got shelved for a while. Songs do that. You like write something, you start to work on, it, and then you just, you kind of work on other stuff, and you forget you have these other songs, and you you pull it out, and you go. Oh, that one's actually pretty good. <laughs> so again, yeah. it was a song like that. Yeah, it's, yeah. Got to write these things down or record them or something. Or forget, yeah. Forget them. I like finding like an, an, <clears throat> our, an our band project. I'm like, oh, I forgot about this one. Oh, I forgot about yeah, this one. Yeah. He's, you guys both come up with songs that you remember from mm-hmm. before this group. Like yeah. Some days you'll be like, oh, remember that one? And Sometimes one of us will remember a song that we just totally completely forgot about. Like yeah. bring out Craig's old songs. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember Again, a good problem to have. <laughs> Versus when you're first writing, you I have these five songs, you know, and then you, you know, once when years go by and you have like 30, then you've got more you can cycle through and kind of forget about it, remember, or you bring back an old song and you play it way differently than when you first played it and it's like a whole new song. Yeah. Or you put a band together and the songs sound different too. So Yeah. yeah. 
So with you and your brother, when did you start playing together? I know Nick was two, but when did you guys start playing together? <laughs> he started playing washtub bass. That's right, the washtub really? bass, yeah, with the broomstick. <laughs> How old were you? Junior high? I think junior high. Junior yeah. High, maybe, yeah. <laughs> There's a picture of you guys with your sister. You know, oh, yeah. With That's a maracas and a yeah. guitar or something. So, right. And you were much younger than that. Yeah, like so elementary school for that yeah. one, yeah. Elementary school, yeah. <laughs> but we started playing with Nick in the stairwells of UCSC. Yeah. And I think that was like almost before you played guitar or something. Or maybe you played, but no, you I just started. Yeah. But yeah. Basically, we were just in there with a, a guitar and singing a lot of three-part harmonies in that stairwell. Well, it's, you know, there's that organic echo of a bathroom, but that's like on steroids. It's like yeah, five yeah. stories of concrete. It's a ginormous echo chamber. Which hall is that? <laughs> Is that the, one of the libraries? or? In this was in Merrill College. In the college. Yeah, okay. college. Right. Mm-hmm. We're talking UCSC for people, UCSC. people listening at home. Yeah. yeah. And then, so you and your brother, did you, did, you, did you always write? Or did you, like most people, do a lot of covers and writing kind of came as you started playing more? Well, we infamously wrote a song about a poster for Del Monte Bean. That was our very first song. <laughs> and it was also our best song. But we've completely forgotten it. About a poster of Del Monte Beans. What was the title? Del Monte Beans. Yeah. 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 Keep it simple. People understand it that way. <laughs> but, um, and, you, and you played... So when did you start playing out? As the Rayburn Brothers. About, As the Rayburn Brothers. Like 10 years? 10 years ago. Something like that. Okay. Yeah. So I met you guys like not long after that then. I thought you were like doing that for a long. I mean, it was. I just figured you were playing together as a band for a long time. Well, well we we've different in different like permutations. Been, we've been together sure, for yeah, yeah, yeah. twenty, thirty. Yeah. Years. We dragged Keith into the band. That there were like okay. several New Year's Eve shows, right? Yeah. Where we with Greninger, right? Oh yeah, yeah. Right. And then yeah. after one of them, I asked Keith. I was like, I was because it was so fun. We had you had Jimmy Norris. Band and everything too, and then it was so fun. And I was like, "Don't you want to just play with your brother?" I was like, "Why well, I was playing that band, you know?" So That's right. Like, oh, so many songs. With, with I was playing with Eliza before right. the Raven Brothers yeah. came together. That was together. the Felton Bridge, Bridge band. band. Yeah. Eliza and Tom Levenhagen and Tim Redwood. I don't know okay. if you know him. No, I don't know. Great Edward. fiddle player. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but their band was so fun, too. <laughs> and Jimmy Norris and can't go wrong with it. Yeah. It was just, uh, you know. Like, Keyboards, drum, right. and lead guitar. And the rest is history. <laughs> so you have a show coming up. Yes, we do at the Aromas Grange on the 23rd of February. The date that I kept messing up. Are you available? No, you're not available. Are you available? <laughs> That's right. So is it, a, is it a Rayburn Brothers concert or is it a release concert? With well, it's kind both. Of everything? Yeah. It's, yeah, Rayburn Brothers. And you guys do really well out there. You always It's always a big party and it's a lot you know, that's a good yeah, place. It's to a lot play. of fun. There. It's a great place. It's over a hundred years old, I think. That wow. building. It's wow. all wood. It's a nice place to play. Always sounds great in there. The yeah. acoustics yeah. are great. Mm-hmm. I still you love aromas people. They're just they're, they just come out. They're just so cool. They, just, they come out for an event. You know, <laughs> like the the hardest thing about doing a gig is like hoping people will show up. But you, if you're playing at the Aromas Grange, you're gonna get the town because it's like the one thing to do in town. They're all really cool and they love to support music. Right? Yes. Yeah. I remember one time we played there, and I guess we it sold out, and yeah. they ran out of food. The day we're going to the market, you remember that? Yeah, they were going yeah. to the market, buy more supplies, hot dogs or something, and beer, and beer. That's right. That's right. Gotta have beer if you're gonna play aromas. <laughs> it's a long way to the market. Yeah. It is like all the way across the street. <laughs> it's like, 
There's the Grange, yeah. there's the market, there's the post office and the gas station. <laughs> no. Was that the show? Because I went to the, I've been to a few out there. The one where you guys split with Keith. That was the only one you ran with. That was, that was different run. I don't know. Maybe yeah. it was. Cause he, I've seen you a couple of times out there. With, there was a New Year's show, too. And, yeah, it's always fun. The dog wants to join. Split shows with Grand and Joe after a couple of times. Yeah. yeah. It's always a fun time. Cool. Well, uh, anything else you'd like to say about the record? Well, there's 19 musicians on there. Mm -hmm. So not everybody is here. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. But, but they're all going to be at a show, right? yeah. At the wow. show, I think they're all. Oh, but the fiddle player. Probably wow. Toby won't show up since he's in Nashville. He might be in Europe at that time. They're they're tra they're touring in Europe right now. His wow. band, they're wow. Cordovas, they're called. Put a plug out there for the Cordovas. I'm gonna well, I do a blog that goes with the podcast, so I'll find oh, him. Okay, yeah, to... yeah. They're they're a great band. They're kind of southern rock, I'd call them. How fun. But maybe I should just mention the other names that are in here. Go for it. Uh, so there's Leslie Austin, who's from Aromas. And Richard Smith, who's from Aromas, they're both on this record. Gabby Bravo, who's in the in Pan Dulce, which my, I should mention, Keto. And Ryan often is in that band also. Pond, oh yeah, yeah. Pond, and the other, band. Ryan. And the other Ryan. Yeah, both Ryan. <laughs> Gabby Bravo's in that band. Um, let's see. Oh, and then Chris Harrison, he's in this playing rhythm. He's also in in Pan Dulce. An ex-member of the Pan Dulce is Adam Renteria. And uh, he plays electric guitar on that song, What'll I Do? And then we have, uh, oh, Alex Rayburn, my other son. He's mm -hmm. also in Pondulce, and he's also playing on this record. He plays trombone. And who else do we have? Ed Costello, who's Ryan, this Ryan Costello's dad. Yeah. He's on there playing electric guitar. So you have guitar two family bands. That's true. <laughs> That's pretty cool. <laughs> Tom Levenhagen, who used to be in the Felton Covered Bridge Band, he's on this okay. record as yeah. well. I think I'm, let's see. Oh, Gabriel Ceresetis, uh, he's also, he plays trumpet on this. He's mm -hmm. a fantastic trumpet player. I think that's everybody. And Eliza James. What, but he, yes. Who's not here, yeah. Yeah. She's here. She's yeah. here. I was just mentioning everybody who's not. Yeah. And Toby Weaver plays Phil. Nice. That's it. Oh, it's a, it's a good record. So what did you, what did you learn about producing a whole record? Everything. Everything. <laughs> Pro Tools. How to tell the, 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 the talent not to keep sending you new songs every week when you're in the final <laughs> stages of recording 17 songs. Yeah. Um, yeah. That was hell week or two. I know yeah. at the end you were really like, <laughs> you were calling me from work and going, here's a new mix. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was a little bit of cramming at the end. Right. Um, I think the big takeaway was just we had really good performances, so that that helped. Um, Helps a lot. Yeah, if you're not trying I, to fix things in editing. Uh, yeah. Yeah, and I think that uh, having record like access to recording pretty easily mm -hmm. and inexpensive. Yeah. No studio time, so. Well, it probably took the pressure off. I would imagine too. Yeah, you could I think probably it experiment the, more. And... The pressure off, and it also um, let every yeah let let everyone have. I mean, as long as they mm -hmm. they needed. So. Yeah. And that's really important. Yeah, because yeah, I think we're recording in like a, a studio that you're paying for, even if it's somebody, you know, it's a good studio and a good environment. There's still, you know, do another take. Okay, do another. But if you, the more the more you get recorded, the more you have to like look at the clock and go through it. And sometimes they want to just knock it out in two or three takes. But if you're at home, and you yeah. can you have the luxury of doing that. It it does it does ease the pressure quite a bit. 
Yeah, that was that was kind of our philosophy going into this. Was That's smart. If if we get the best takes mm-hmm. right off the bat, it, I, it it's gonna sound better. Just right. Because I mean, if you go into the studio and you, you do an okay take, mm-hmm. you're gonna you're gonna end up polishing it up, and you're you're never gonna really be happy with it. Right. Or if you're in this situation where this is, I think it's happened to everybody, where you you end up like with three or four like okay takes and you end up like piecing it together and it it yeah. sounds okay on the record but you always you're always going to know it wasn't like a, it wasn't yeah. organic yeah you know it's always going to make it kind of wince when you hear it you know even if nobody else does we tried to avoid that we yeah it to get good. it all like just kept doing the whole song yeah which took time to do yeah that but it's nice when you can do that because yeah but it's amazing that you finished it given that the flip side of getting to have all that less pressure is that you could just keep going forever right the fact right. that you were able to actually complete yeah it was like five months ago we just decided to set the deadline i think mm-hmm. we, you set the show before we had a cd release deadline yeah. Yeah. and so that that forced us to finish it yeah deadlines are important I think. <laughs> yeah. yeah and i think i have a um no names i know a good friend of mine who did his first record years ago and he got a home studio and he goes i'm gonna learn this myself and i'm gonna and he, but he had no real date in mind and it literally years just rolled by and i we kind of stopped asking this person how's the how's the new record coming along because just you kept if you keep tinkering forever you're not going to finish it you know so smart what you did give yourself enough time but not too hard a deadline yeah that was interesting because some songs came together really fast and Mm -hmm. some took longer but we just kind of let them bubble up that way and then some songs never came together, and that's how we got rid of them. <laughs> yes. I went through that with Hey Karma. It's like, mm. there's this great, I, I love that there's my favorite Tom Waits quote is where he says, um, and I can't do a good Tom Waits, but he goes, songs don't like to be recorded. you got to sneak up on them. You know? <laughs> so some of you will just bang something out, and you go, that was good. That's it. We're done. You know, <laughs> do like five more takes, you know. Yeah. But, um, yeah, but good job with this. And I think, too, um, the, the, the reasonable deadline is important. I just talked to... Um, Jamie and Kellen Coffis a couple of weeks ago, we, they, were, they were sitting right here do, talking about their new record, and they just finished recording, and I said, so what's the release date? And they said, you know, um, we've done this enough now where we did our first couple of records, we think, we're done recording, we're almost done. Then you have to mix, then you have to mask, and did, you know, so we don't do that anymore. We don't say, like, we're done recording, we're almost done, we just kind of... <laughs> but I think what you guys did is just set a reasonable date and a reasonable deadline that gives you... Some wiggle room, but not like, you know, in time for Christmas, I'm going to record it in October, you know, something like that. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. We did get it done in time for Christmas. Though. You did? Yeah. Did. And these are available for purchase. They <laughs> yeah. are. Are they online yet? Yeah, you can Spotify. Okay. I put a plug out for that to okay. Spotify. That'd be good. And you can buy them also at local record stores. Because uh, so we re- still have local records. We still do. <laughs> Recycled Records in Monterey has some of our. Oh, nice. Stores. Nice. And, I love that uh, store. And then also uh, Streetlight Records in, in Santa Cruz. Okay. We'll put a plug also in, for in them. San Francisco. I was up in San Francisco, so I left some at Amoeba Music oh, on nice. 8th Street right next to the. Yep. Golden I'll Gate drop Park. links into the podcast. And CD Baby. And oh, CD and CD Baby, you can also Which get is probably, So it's probably on iTunes as well. San Gregorio General Store. Oh, they yeah. have some too? Oh, okay. good. They have a couple. Nice. Yeah. Uh, all the places I think it's on get... Amazon too. I mean, it really. Uh, I think yeah. most of the oh, streaming services. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah, once you spit it into CD Baby, it goes oh, to yeah, it goes to iTunes, Amazon, and, yeah. All right. So I'll link all of that in the podcast. Cool. Um, let's hear something from the record. All right. With this subset of your nineteen players. 
<laughs> okay. Actually, before you start, what do you what did you want to play? Oh, I want to play I want Fandango. To I want to use, oh, nice. Fandango, yeah. That's the first song on the record. It's kind of my favorite song. It's yeah. like a, a party, and that's kind of what a Fandango is. It's a catchy is. song. All right, here we go.
That song is a party. <laughs> that is your dog dancing at the end. The dog approves. She's like totally, she's like, I like this. <laughs> you want to do another since sure. you've got all your stuff, you brought all your toys? How about Let's Do Highway? That's the namesake of the album. So. Perfect.
as the dog returns to the room. <laughs> Nicely done, guys. <laughs> Thanks so much. Thank you. And the Aroma Show again is? February 23rd. Nice. We'll be six. there. Looking forward to it. You can get tickets on brown paper tickets. And I'll put that in the podcast as well. Okay. All right. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, Thanks my goodness, that was fun. Once again, Keith Rayburn with the songs Fandango and Highway, the title cut to his new solo record, Highway. Um, also in that mass of people were his brother Craig Rayburn, um, Nick Hines playing lead guitar, the lovely and talented, incredibly talented Eliza James doing harmony vocals. She also sings with our band, Michael Gaither, and his new best friends. And about seven other people, I think he named them off that night. I also wanted to um, also include that um, when he was listing off everybody who played on the record, Craig wanted to make sure that I remembered the two include his good friend, Dave McIntosh, who wasn't there that night, but played percussion on the album. And it's a fine, fine record. You can find Highway at CD Baby, Spotify, iTunes. I think it's up on Amazon Music. And if you're not sure, go to michaelgaither.com. I'll look for Songs and Stories 183. And I'll have links to all of this. Links to the Rayburn Brothers website and um, whatever else I can find that I can pop in there about this fine, fine new project. And I think I think probably the best part of this whole record for them was his son, um, Keto, Keith Jr., learned Pro Tools, and they actually did it as a project together, recording musicians one at a time. As Keith said, quite often you record either a whole band at once in individual tracks, or you bring in like spot players for, for little pieces here and there. But this one, they really recorded musician by musician, and Keith got to spend hours with each person on the record, which I think made it a very, very personal and special project. So... Keith and everybody and Eliza and Nick and thanks for coming by the house and talking and I hope you enjoyed this. Um, to recap once again, they'll be on KPIG Radio at noon on February 22nd. That's Lori Roberts show. On Saturday, February 23rd, they'll be at the Aromas Grange at 6 p.m. and then a little bit farther on March 22nd, they'll be on KKUP Radio in San Jose and I'll put links to that onto my website. Coming up next month on this podcast, I've been threatening to do this. I'm probably going to interview the Coffice Brothers. We actually talked last month. Jamie Kellen and I sat down and did the kitchen table thing and did a really fun interview. And I had it ready, but then Keith popped up and he had this big show coming up. So it kind of, it was topical and took precedence. So we popped this one in. Next month is the Coffice Brothers. They are just, they just finished recording a new record with Tim Bloom from the Mother Hips. Um, they've got a lot of cool stuff happening and they're kind of in the the mixing stages of this new record they haven't really put a time date on it but um they played one new song off of it it's really good um, so look for that and whether you you can subscribe to this show on itunes or in stitcher and whether you heard it there or on my site michaelgaither.com or you found it on twitter or facebook or you're listening on the weekend on kc cafe radio or grateful dread radio nashville thank you for listening to these artists um just you know, buy their records. <laughs> Not a lot of people buy records anymore, but uh, we keep making them if you keep buying them. So please check out RaybornBrothers.com and check out their all their music. So once again, for Songs and Stories, I'm Michael Gaither. Hope to see you at Still Bonded on March 1st or Credo Studio in San Juan Batista on March 9th or possibly downtown Santa Cruz at Abbott Square on March 23rd. Thanks again for listening, downloading, streaming, tuning in. We'll talk to you next time. Take care.